I'm David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. We are coming to you on Saturday and Sunday as Israel's war in Gaza continues. The Israeli military killed another Palestinian journalist on Friday. Al Jazeera cameraman Samar Abu Da'a died in the city of Khan Yunis. More than 90 journalists and media workers have died since October 7th, when the war began. It's Saturday, December 16th. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 2 p.m. in Gaza and 7 a.m. in Washington, D.C. Another mother in Gaza bids farewell to her child. Mourners held a funeral on Saturday for Al Jazeera cameraman Samar Abu Da'a. Samar died on Friday at the age of 45 while reporting on families trapped by Israeli bombardment at a school in the city of Khan Yunis in southern Gaza. We were targeted directly by a missile. This is the behavior of the occupation. Al Jazeera's Gaza bureau chief, Wael Dadua, was with Samar when they were struck and was treated for wounds to his arm. He spoke at the funeral. We are always there. We are carrying this human message and uh, we are carrying this noble message. We will continue to do our duty with the best professionalism and transparency. Wael has continued working despite an Israeli airstrike on his home in Gaza City in October that killed 12 members of his family, including his wife, two of his children, and one of his grandchildren. In total, Al Jazeera journalists working in Gaza have lost 47 family members in the last 70 days. And they have targeted the offices, the cars, the families of these journalists the way they are doing now. It's the same way they are doing now against the Palestinians in Gaza Strip. We will continue our duty. We will carry our message. And we ask Allah Almighty for this to be the last crime committed. And we ask Allah Almighty to bestow his mercy on Samir. And Samir, rest in peace. Those at the scene of the strike said that the Israeli military prevented an ambulance from reaching Samir for six hours before he died of his wounds. This is Al Jazeera correspondent Hani Mahmoud in Rafa in southern Gaza. The same exact thing is happening here, and we've seen evidence of this across the Gaza Strip where an area become under heavy a bombardment or it's within the range of snipers where ambulances and uh, first responders and you have uh, civil defense security on the ground are either barred or shot at or prevented from, uh, from reaching the site where they can uh, help uh, an, an injured uh, individual and uh, take back to, to take take them to the hospital with Samer's case the ambulance it tried three times along with the civil defense crew to get to the site where he was still on the ground breathing but he was but he was excessively bleeding and we're looking at at least five to six hours from the time he was injured and this is exactly the case with so many people who are unable to be safe. And this is similar to people who end up under the rubbles. Civil defense crew ambulance cannot do anything. Over the summer, Samar managed to visit his wife and children, who live in Belgium, for the first time in six years. 
Hani said he understood his friend and colleague's decision to return to Gaza, despite the dangers. You know, there is something something about this this place, uh, and, and I, I, I can share a little bit of, of why he he returned uh, to Gaza, why he made that decision. I, I also had that experience of of it traveling in and out of Gaza, and every time, within a period of time, you just you feel you feel that strong connection with this place. You come back here. We're not just talking about a. a, a a land that you want to live in or a place that you want to reside in. Here are all all, all the memories, the, the good ones, the bad ones. Samir and, and I are from the same Asia group. And if you are able to, to provide something to it, you always want to come back and do something to the community. Palestinians deserve better than this. They deserve an opportunity. We seek a betterment for our society. We seek it it would seek a, a, a more, more better life, not the life that is surrounded by a blockade and by, by a, a siege, by restrictions on the borders, by inability of movement, all of these things. If we take that away, we will have a prosperous, a flourishing uh, society here. And that's The Take for Saturday, December 16th. This episode was produced by Zaina Badr and mixed and hosted by me, David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, with Miranda Lynn, Amy Walters, Suriel Khalili, Nagin Oliayi, Chloe K. Lee, Sonia Bagat, Faranisa Kampana, Ashish Malhotra, and Khaled Sultan. Our sound designer is Alex Roldan. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer, and Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio. Please join us again tomorrow.